0: Hi, hello, welcome to another episode of Isaiah's New Stand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. The date is July 15th, 2022. Let's see, uh, you know, we usually talk about me in the beginning. It's usually how we like to start off. I don't see why we would break with Tristan today. Uh, food corner, nothing big to report. I wish I had some glorious cutesy meal or snack to relate to you guys. I will say one of my highlights, and also a little story attached to it, because I feel like being maybe a little bit looser with this episode today, but uh, I made chicken and waffles, and I'm generalizing here, so I'll get into the details. It was chicken, two waffles, like, so I had chicken, they were um, chicken, popcorn chicken. If you've ever been to Walmart, I believe this is like one of the brands they always stock. They have these, like, really overgrown popcorn chickens. And I kind of don't like that they're so big. For me, call me crazy, I like my popcorn chicken to be popcorn size, you know? I don't want it to be, like, the size of a baby's hand. I don't It's too much. It's a bit much. But it, it does have some flavors. so I, I didn't mind. So we had two waffles. Chicken. Chicken. Popcorn chicken. We also had fries. I had two pieces of bacon and toast so i had that and i and i'm weird I, I live in a grody house actually update though i did do a little bit of cleaning today my house is still gross but if it feels a little less gross today i cleaned up some things that i've just been like kind of hoarding very pat rat-esque of me and i felt good just throwing them in a big trash bag and throwing it out so that was good but anyway back to the meal so i have this this meal and that's a meal to me. That's typical work for me. People will see my plates, though, and they get they get weird. They get a little weird, and they have questions. To me, it's weird just because I, I eat this every day. Like I, I don't eat too much during a day. I usually kind of snack one or two times, and then I'll have one big meal. On the weekends, maybe it's a little different, yada, yada, yada. You know, I, I go with the flow a little bit differently, but usually it's one big meal, and I'm good. Maybe a little snack. That's how that's how I like it. So I tend to eat a lot because I want to get a lot in. I'm, I'm very hungry. I want to eat like an anime character once a day. That's kind of the, the plan. But I had a friend hit me up and they're like why why do you eat things that are so randomly paired together? Like I'm paraphrasing here, but that's more or less what they said. And I literally just like I just didn't have an answer because when I I've, I I kind of get sick of fielding that question and. Two, to me, it's not weird. Like, all those things, I've ordered before at a Waffle House, drunk as fuck. Like, that's normal to me if I was going out. So the ability to cook that is a pleasure to me. Actually, I'm not sure if you can get fries at Waffle House. Well, oh, here's the thing. Maybe fries are weird to some people. But to me, it's just, like, a different version of a potato. What's the What's the point? Like, just call that hash brown Call them home fries. I don't know. Whatever helps you sleep at night. But I'm going to eat it. So, usually, though, I do get a lot of love. A lot of times, people will ignore my my rickety-ass bedroom setup that I'm eating out of. And they just appreciate just the American excellence that is the plate that I've put together. (laughs) So, I I do appreciate all the responses, positive, negative, whatever. But um, that was probably the meal of the week because it got a good response. And also, too, I think the person was probably referencing... All of my meals. There was another meal I had where I had like Chinese food, but then you randomly saw next to the egg rolls there was a whole um, tortilla shell, and it's like, what are you doing with that, Isaiah? And the answer is whatever the fuck I want. I just, I just wanted it, and I, I was like, I'm gonna do a little mid fusion. Fuck it. <laughs> is my only response so i that's why i didn't really like get into a big debate about it because i knew i was like you know they're right my meals are kind of crazy sometimes so that that's really all i got i mean other than that what the week's been a week you know we're 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 vibing baby we're doing our best we can to stay positive but yeah uh let's get into some news I, i generally feel like at first, I was like, oh, there's not a lot. There's not a lot. But I know there there is. I just got to, like, kind of do a little bit of uh, researching and digging. But these are, like, I want to put my best foot forward for you guys, for myself. So this is what we got. Uh, from Yahoo News, also Los Angeles Times, uh, the first article we have is from Ukraine News. Russian missiles kill at least 23 in central Ukraine, officials say. So this was in the town of Vinistia and more or less what the headline said is you know the the story 23 people were killed and this is not in the eastern region as it's mentioned it's 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 kind of um once again another I don't want to say another shift because Russia has kind of been in this way of just being like we're going to focus on our main objective now which is locking down eastern parts and then really pushing in like the new agenda in those areas and hopefully that sticks for them. I think that's their play. But they're also doing what I, I would call a terror offensive. I-, I think I mean what is it? Uh, Zelensky more or less says it is an open act of terrorism. That's their play though. Russia, you know, they've done it in other campaigns, they're doing it here. Where it's like, this is our bread and butter. We, we we try to overreach, trying to initially just try to take Kiev and work our way back. Instead, we're just going to focus on what's close to our border. But we are still going to use our artillery. The strike is... What what they're saying is it looks like it's from like a submarine from the Black Sea. Which, you know, that's obviously just once again showing that they are still using their artillery where they can... As hard as they can. Now, not in this article, but kind of just what I've been gathering. Uh, Ukrainians are also trying to push to retake places that have been taken. So that is what they are trying to do to stay in the fight. Um, there is still a constant, you know, influx of money and support in that regard. So we'll see. I, I mean, it, it does still seem too that Russia wants to in this but they do not obviously want to give back the land that they have taken and ukraine on their side they do not want to come to the table where they are literally giving up land that's just not what they want and i i do understand that it does make sense it sucks and as an american who knows like oh man i'm you know i'm hurting them all the economy stuff blah 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 boop 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 you know it sucks to hear that Biden's like, oh, yeah, here's another billion dollars for this proxy war shit. But when it comes to the people on the ground, you do understand. that It's like they are living this fight. This is a war that they are living every day. It's not something that they're doing from an armchair like my fucking ass is. So, uh, you know, I, I do want to continue to keep talking about the stories, whether they're big or small. You know, just to keep trying to keep the section open. I do know that there are conflicts everywhere all the time. But this is one that is is in the news. And, you know, it's just part of the brand that is the podcast with just me. And also it is what is available, too. So, you know, can keep talking about it. Going to keep it updated. And uh, but also, you know, keep updates and new stories coming in, you know, from other stuff as well. So moving on. I wanted to update on the Sri Lankan situation. I was super salty that the way my day went Saturday, I had did the episode, talked about it and was like, "Okay, I mean this is pretty breaking stuff that happened like Friday, Saturday." Okay. And then I hear that like literally after my nap that uh Go to buy Rajapaksa had resigned. And I was like, oh shit, like I should make an update. Like I should do something. And I was like, I'm tired. I already put the episode up. Fuck it. But then also, I'm like, I know how this works. Like there's going to be more news. So um, we'll go through the title and and I'll kind of go through the play by play of how I interpreted this. Obviously, you can read this and and get more uh, details. And I'll, I'll touch on it a little bit. But there was some CNN World Sri Lankan president resigns by email after fleeing Singapore. So that's not how the story like that's how the story resolved as of more or less you know Thursday it's it's been it's been a touch and go situation since Saturday though. So you know, where we left off, you know, people had protested, they had you know gotten into where Roger Poxa lived. Um, Randall, I'm still gonna mess up his name, but um. Let's see. Let me get to it. But the prime minister had essentially said, okay, he's going to resign. We're going to resign. It's going to happen. We're going to set it up for Wednesday. That's when it's going to go down. But Rajapaksa had fled. So essentially he had left uh, his residence. Then he had went to the Maldives and inevitably wound up in Singapore. And now he doesn't have asylum there, but he's currently there right now. So... Also, let me get this name in now. I'm going to try again. Let's see. Ronald wick rings Oh, man. I-, I was nailing this. I-, I tell you the truth. I was nailing this up to this point. It's stage fright. I swear. Wick-Rissing-Me. And I didn't nail it. I know I've heard it like throughout the week, and I feel bad. I'm sorry. But um, the prime minister was essentially saying, like, okay— You know this is all gonna flow It did not flow though Because like I said Gotobaya was on the run He was gone No one knew where he was at And essentially there has to be like Chains of command changes Like he has to officially resign Like he just has to Parliament won't make a move Won't do anything until that happens So essentially it kind of felt like He was gonna stick it out Try to find a way to stay in power the people on the other end were like, no, this is not going to happen. You have to leave. And even so, they still don't want the the current prime minister to stay in power. They want him to go as well. But how it went was he transferred power to the prime minister. And as of Wednesday, he resigned by an email. Now, it still needs to be vetted. And like this wasn't the official way of like doing it. Like he should have like at least left a letter for the speaker and the speaker was supposed to take charge. So there's some change of command issues that have happened and wrinkles that have happened, but the prime minister essentially saying like, Hey, okay, we're going to like go through the processes that we should be going through. Essentially. It's going to go to a vote, not a general election, but through parliament, once this is all sorted out. And I believe Randall, um, R- Rick Mushingi is going to throw his hat in the ring Though I do not think he is a strong candidate. Uh, essentially the people do not want him. They wanted both of them. Go to Baya and him to resign. Go. Get out. Get. But the problem is. Order is definitely an issue. Uh, some of the things that I've kind of alluded to along the way. Talking about this. But I really haven't hammered home well. Is how bad the situation has gotten in Sri Lanka. And I, I'm learning as I go That That's that's part of the reason why I do this Is it compels me to learn And then I get to share my, my insights And perspectives uh, to the world And that's why I like doing this But Essentially There's just so much going on And these guys came in off of a war That they <clears throat> had helped won And apparently there's like Atrocities that are potentially on Gotobaya's jacket That need to be addressed that haven't been addressed but on top of that there were economic decisions that were made along the way they had made like plans to do tax cuts which they did which hurt the economy and did not help it they were trying to get like more business to sri lanka to make it more of a tourist attraction but also then something that businesses wanted to maybe latch on to and get in and make more money generate they also had a bunch of loans to china that you know, we're good in the short term, but if you aren't delivering on the money, then <clears throat> you're going to have to pay this back and you're at a deficit. Also, mind you, COVID happens. And, you know, of course, the economic stress that is the Ukraine rest of situation happens. So all of the shit that's going on in the rest of the world hits and it hits Sri Lanka even harder because of the shit that's going on. And I mean, everyone's been caught flat footed. But especially you have a situation where there's even potential alleged fraud, like, um, you know, just bad management of money. Also, embezzlement, potentially, like, of this, you know, the Rajapaksa family. I mean, it's a bad scene, and the people really suffer for this. Uh, There's no gas right now. There's no fuel. Also, power is an issue. You have, like, rolling blackouts, and we're not just talking, like, for a day or a part of the week. It's gotten so bad that it's, like, daily. So when you have this happen, it's not an accident that a, that people rise up and they've been doing it for months. Did th- this happen? They didn't just raid, you know, go to buy a house's house and then also the prime minister's house, and, and you know, and and hop in his pool for nothing. That didn't happen for nothing. This was all a buildup from people who were trying to live their best life, and they were deprived it. They, they they didn't get the chance. Uh, hearing the stories of people who are like, you know, the quote unquote middle class and they're having to cook open fires on the roof right in front of their house because they just do not have the means. And then the little bit of gas that is available that they're trying to get, they have to stand in line for like an entire day to get. Like you just can't keep doing that if you, if that happened in America, people would be on the streets. Like I was saying in the other episode, it is not the insurrection bullshit. It is not the, oh, I don't like Joe Biden. Like motherfucker. I don't like Joe Biden. We're going to get to that in the next fucking clip. Well, not the very next, but soon we're going to get into why I don't like Joe Biden. Okay. Like, look, but you don't see me at the fucking Capitol trying to fucking burn that motherfucker down. Like it, it takes more than that. And plus, I'm a fat American. Of course I'm not going to fucking do that. For real, for real. And neither did they. They weren't really weren't about it. They just were just mad that their orange man wasn't in power. I don't know why I can't keep talking about that. It's a January 6th shit. It's 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 coming out here, I guess. I don't know. But it this is a crazy situation. And obviously I'm going to keep you posted because it's not done. But um, yeah, I wanted to get the the next part in. Because I was I literally woke up after my little nappy poo and i was like man i can't believe this shit is happening so fast what a crazy day but uh yeah power of the people and and I, I really do hope that good comes of this because it's scary um before we get into the next thing it's scary because it's hard for whoever does take the reins you are You are at the bottom of the barrel. They don't have any money. They don't have any money. They are literally looking for a few billion dollars to get through the year. So that's bad. That's real bad. Whoever's going to take the reins of that, the people are not going to probably be too happy for too long over this honeymoon phase if things aren't, you know, changed quickly. And it doesn't look like things can be really changed quickly. So, yes, I'm going to keep you posted. Sorry, I know I'm, I'm hanging on this, but... Okay, <laughs> next bump. Got this from the Columbus Dispatch. It is an update on the Ohio girl situation. The girl who was ten years old, who's raped, had to have an abortion. Ohio said, "Oh, you can't do that here now. Sorry, Roe v. Wade. Sorry," and she had to go all the way to Indiana and get her abortion. So this is this is an update. Arrest made and rape of Ohio girl that led to Indiana abortion drawing international attention. Once again, got this from the Columbus Dispatch. I feel like I'm going to roll. I'm going to give myself a little treat. You know what that means. So, there's been an update. Essentially... We have the name of the perpetrator, the rapist, uh, goes by the name of Gerson Fuentes. He's 27 years old. His last known address was an apartment in Columbus on the northwest side. Sorry, you know, I'm chewing gum and walking and talking. But he's been charged with rape. So I I do believe he is standing if convicted is gonna be like potentially a license, which, you know, we say goodrins, putting the motherfucker under the jail. Uh, I will say the thing that sucks so fucking hard is obviously at the heart of this is a ten year old girl. I cannot stress this enough. It's fucked up. Like obviously I'm I'm gonna try to add levity where I can, you know, like like all my my podcast heroes would in these kind of situations. But this is some grim shit. It's not It's not easy to talk about this shit. And it's a shame how it does get politicized. And and yes, I'm going to do the same thing and talk about how, like this article does mention, how there are literal Republicans who wanted to say, oh, no, this isn't, I can't even confirm this, dude. Like, I don't even know if what you're saying is even real, dog. What, what do you mean? Uh, at the person I'm referencing mainly... There were others, but um, let's see. I think it was A.G. Uh, Dave Yost. I should know what the A.G. means, but let me get through. Talk about it. Bear with me here. It's a little bit of internet and I'm surfing. Let's see. Yeah, Ohio. Yeah, here we go. And this is what I hate. Is this is means the A.G. is an attorney general. So this is Ohio Attorney General, Dave Ghost. So he questioned the validity of the account during the appearance on Fox News. So he did this on live. And he had said he had not heard a whisper of this report about this 10-year-old girl. And more or less, he's like, oh, I know all the police. I know all the costs, blah, blah, blah. Like, like I would have heard about this shit. Like, this is some fake. Pretty much he was trying to elude this is some fake news. And essentially after the arraignment and everything comes to light, it's legally on paper. He's been talking his ass off about this shit. He then changes his tune and he goes, we rejoice any time a child rapist is taken off the streets. And then I'll also get into further how this has been politicized. The right, the conservative end of this, any kind of Republican on Twitter right now who's using their fingers right now. They're angling this to be like, well, this is actually about illegal immigration because the perpetrator, the rapist, he's not from here. He is an illegal immigrant and he's been working. He's had a study job. I don't really fucking care at this point. Like, obviously, those things matter and, and go to show character and stuff like that. But you're a rapist. I don't, I don't give a fuck about that. At the end of the day, though, this has been now shifted into, well, I don't want to talk about abortion. Well, you have to talk about abortion. It had to happen in this situation. And then they go, well, okay, but this is about the illegal immigrants raping people, raping our children. And it's like, bro, I'm so fucking sick of this shit. These motherfuckers are so goddamn slippery. At the end of the day, this is about a 10-year-old girl. It's fucked up. And at the end of the day, if there's even one kind of these cases, it goes to show how fucking stupid this whole Roe v. Wade fucking situation is it's going to make more and more of these incidents happen you shouldn't have to go to Indiana to get an abortion that should not be a fucking bastion for this shit and, and mind you it might not even be for very long they're going to have a special session I believe what is it the 25th to determine whether or not they should bump it down to what six weeks So that's a jeopardy, and that's in jeopardy. Not to mention, I've said it before; I'll say it again. Ohio is definitely trying to fucking make this shit as draconian as possible when it comes to abortions. Like they don't even want the egg to get even wet, bro. They don't want that shit fertilized, bro. Never, ever, never, my ever, okay? That that is how most of the Republicans think and feel on this shit. It's fucking disgusting, and I hate that about being an Ohioan. I fucking hate it. But that's where we are. And uh, so I want to talk about that shit. And I'm going to keep talking about that shit until I'm blue in the face. Uh, In terms of the Indiana situation, I'll keep you posted. In terms of this trial that is going to go through, whatever I hear, you know it's going to come up on the airwaves. So I'm going to get to um, my big punch session, I guess. Fists are out. Okay, let's talk about it. I got this from Yahoo News. Got this from Reuters. Also, there's a side article here that I really don't want to get into, but I'm, I'm maybe going to use as, like, just a soft reference from the AP. But, um... <laughs> I love this title. And I, and I used... You definitely know I used, I found the picture of this shit because it's so fucking priceless. Biden fist bumps Saudi crown prince on trip that seeks to reset ties. Also, the side article is, uh... Biden l- lappied agreed to stop iran nuke program differ on how the main one i want to focus on though is the first about biden fist bumping the saudi prince that made the news that made headlines because it just kind of shows how head-ass this administration has been from fucking start to now and to me like i, I was i was talking about this with a friend uh, actually friend of the pod um but uh essentially just just i was venting a little bit because i i just needed to get a little bit of perspective and hear what they said and also just like say my two cents whatever but biden came out initially after the jamal kosoji death and labeled the whole you know the, sh- the whole thing that, um, what is it, Mohammed bin Salmani, MBS, that's how we're going to call him on this one. He has an acronym on to run with that. The- he labeled him a pariah. He's like, he's like, we can't work with these people. If, you- if you're going to kill a Washington Post journalist, you're going to murder, do terrible things, do these kind of atrocities, we will not work with you. We cannot work with you. And he says that shit. He really puts his dick on the table. Lyndon B. Johnson style. That's the narrative that we're pushing here at the start. But here we are, fast fucking forward, and because we need oil, we need that dino goddamn juice, so goddamn give it to me. Please, we need it so goddamn bad, and and, and we're hurting at the pump. Here we are, fist bumping MBS. Like, 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 and my thing is too, the thing that's so cringe and so fucking annoying about it is that from Biden's side and Biden's staff or whatever the fuck the fist bump is like a net neutral move it's like okay boom boom we do that and then we and then we get into closed doors and we handshake King Salomon and that's cool that's dope we did it we've we've done real politique, y'all we killed it <laughs> what a great job and I, I didn't even and I'm not even really I'm gonna try to get into this real quick too before I come back yeah let me do the tangent. this is a side article with the the Biden part the first part of the Middle Eastern tour he goes to Israel and then he also does a little side stop talks to some Palestinian representatives does all this and he he hits the ground. Before he even talks to Lapid, who is the you know the now the leader of the party, before they go into their elections at the end of the year, he he meets up with uh, Beni Ben, uh, you know Benjamin Bibi, uh, you know forgive me I'm trying to do this, but is it but uh, is it Benjamin Netanyahu? He meets with him and they dap up. He has a little uh, little conversation, a little talky talk presser I guess, and he talks about how our relationship with Israel is bone deep. And to me, that I don't like. I I'm, I'm not trying to be anti here. I'm really fucking not. I do believe that we have to work with everyone and be peaceful and and, and really that's the best part about America is that we're a melting pot and so that we can go out and reflect that in the world and how we do our politics. I believe that's great. But the relationship that we have with Israel, especially when you look at it with our relationship to the Palestinians, in the same place to being, you know, who their place is being occupied. It's so lopsided. It's so goddamn lopsided. It makes me sick. It's gross. It's gross that we just do all these kind of things on on our face. And we don't care. We don't bat an eyelash about it. That bone deep statement just really jarred me. and I didn't like it. But then he sits down with Lapid and they talk about uh, the Iran nuke program. I get it. The Iran situation is very tenuous and it's very fraught. But I, call me crazy, but it just feels like this is a certain kind of propaganda that is pushed that we have to make it that they can never ever have a nuke. That if they get a nuke, it's the end of the world. It's the end of the Middle East as we know it. And. That's been a real part of this tour, this little thing that he's doing. He's glad handing all these people, doing all these fist bump things, saying all these things. He also like did go to the Palestinians and said, "Oh, I do believe in a two rule, a two state, peace bullshit situation." But uh, proof is in the pudding, my guy. I don't see it, Joe. Looking real haggard or Jack. I don't. I don't know. Also, these pictures are really showing me, man. He really is seventy nine. I get why his approval rating is so fucking low. I get why people are pushing in the polls that we want someone else. I get it. It's hard. It's hard to see this shit. I don't know where this man is. I don't think Joe really knows where he is most of the time. Like, and people go, well, don't you regret your pick? I bet you, I bet you hate your pick now, buddy. Huh? Bucko. I bet you, bet you miss Donald now. I don't. I don't. I really don't. But but what I hate is, is just this moderate-style bullshit that is Biden's administration. Yes, he cloaked it as, I'm a progressive, Jack. I want climate change, Jack. <laughs> he doesn't. He never did. And we know it's still better than the orange man who's doing dumb tweets. I will say, yeah, also, another side talk. Why did Jill... Jill Biden, why did she talk about breakfast tacos in regards to the uniqueness of the Latin people? That was a bad call. It's L and all the Bidens, okay? Also, Hunter Bidens, oh my god, I I really am sleeping on how big of a Biden week this was. Maybe the liberal media is suppressing things because I did see more leaked uh, Hunter Biden footage. My god, I'm going to tell you, look it up. Look it up. I I, I just got to say, I will say, be forewarned. It is not safe for work. I, I'm glad that I work at a very secluded place when I open this up. Because <laughs> it's some wild shit. Uh, life like a movie, huh, Hunter? <laughs> but, but yeah. Uh, I wanted to talk about this. I'm in the weeds a little bit here. We can get back to the main crux, though. Uh, I don't know what Bind accomplished. Do I think it reset ties? i don't think so because saudi arabia knows they have the juice here they know they do they have the oil and when the time comes to renegotiate what is america bringing to the table the u.s dollar is kind of shit <laughs> like it, it is what it is i mean it's better than some things it's better than the ruple but at the end of the day if china is willing to work with you if russia is willing to work with you if other ple- people are willing to work with you and you can get your jobs done who cares also biden is willing to say oh yeah uh, iran can't have nukes but he really doesn't want to take it to the level that the rest of the middle east does to stop them he wants to do this the sanction way the talk talk way the democratic diplomacy way and we'll see how that goes because iran's not stupid they know that literally when a Republican comes into office, all this shit's off the table and they're going to do sanctions and do whatever the fuck they want. So whatever Joe's pushing, it's just another Brandon fucking play that we all know is only going to work for so long if, at best. Um, whew. I talked about it. <laughs> that happened. We're good. I'm moving on. I want to talk about some good news. I want to have another break. I'm having a good time I hope you are too thank you for listening <laughs> oh I feel like Kirby right now <clears throat> it's an update? On our favorite telescope, James Webb Telescope, of course. <coughs> Yahoo News, Associated Press, Far Out, NASA Space Telescope, First Cosmic View Goes Deep. Deeper, deeper, deeper than the Hubble Hubble Telescope ever did. Um, obviously, the last part, that's me. I made that part up. But, I mean, it is true. Okay, so... We're finally getting, like, real images of this telescope. Um, Longtime listeners, they are aware of my fascination of this telescope. It's super cool. Learning more details about it have been very interesting as well this week. Figuring out this has been a total of $10 billion to make happen. Crazy. Uh, This article does give you a really great rundown of, like, just... Not like the start to finish at least of like how this went down. Like, you know, from the launch and all that kind of stuff. Very cool. Very great. Essentially, I'm just using this section to kind of vibe out and just gush about it. Also, to tell you guys to look up the pictures. It's so cool. I cannot stress enough. It's so cool. Also, it's just the start. It's just a start. Like, we're seeing things that are super far deep but we can literally see the light from the Big Bang. And obviously, I am not smart enough to explain to you this stuff. I barely get it. Probably don't get it enough. But essentially, they can use the telescope. And with the infrared and, like, the light and the heat and all this stuff, they can just trace it. They can see it all and map out this whole picture for us. And this ultra-vivid just high definition like I'm looking on my phone my phone's okay it's decent it's a little Samsung What? 21 21 21 21 whatever this I, I, at first I was I was kind of like oh wow these guys are like like the scientists are like there was like from the BBC they were describing the reactions of some of the scientists and they were saying that some scientists were brought to tears after seeing some of these images and I was like, "Wow, okay, a bit much." I'm a nerd. I get. It, I'm gushing, but I'm. I don't want to get too corny here. But let me let me let me shuck a little bit here. Seeing some of these images are like it's just the kind of shit that you can only do. If you've just done a bunch of drugs. (laughs) Like... Like... It's the only thing that's comparable. And you're seeing this sober. So I can understand seeing this stuff and going like... Oh my gosh. My brain is melting at the sight of this. Especially when you know in your head what you're seeing. Like they're breaking it down. And I'm like... I have no idea what you're really saying. It just looks really great. It's super dope. But like... They're explaining like like these clusters are living stars, and this is like a dying galaxy, and they're feeding like each other, and these galaxies are orbiting each other, and this is what you're seeing here, and like the more they explain, the more I go, oh my gosh, that is crazy, and hearing that, what I think the initial run up of this startup, like the the telescope, was a billion dollars, and it wound up being ten billion. And that's crazy. And it does kind of feel like a waste of money. Especially in these trying times. No, I understand. I get that. But I implore you, please look at these images. And they're just getting started. They literally said that they can see the Big Bang. They can make this device do it. They can make the telescope do it. Also, uh, something I learned about the Hubble telescope today from listening to the Daily. Apparently... The Hubble telescope had a minor flaw, but even though this is like a minor flaw, like the mirror was just off just a little bit, but it made the initial, uh, photos like they were getting from the telescope off and it almost ruined the whole thing. And they had to get a corrective lens put up on the telescope to fix it. And it was able to fix it so you could see real images from their normal images that weren't as blurry and they were good. But still, to get this up and running, I think they said it was a 30-year project. And honestly, I hate to say it because it's cliche. It's very hashtag Drake. But what a time to be alive because this is crazy right now. I'm so excited to see these images and what, what more images will come. I hope you guys are too. Uh, that's that's my good news I finally got you some and, and this is it This is why I cling to this It's like mm, This is my This is my feel good baby I need this Give me the serotonin <laughs> But that's all I got Thank you for kicking it with me Thank you for Sticking along for so long If you have If you're a new listener Thank you for tuning in Wow crazy Hi <laughs> But uh, I do have a Patreon And if you like what you heard And you'd like to donate You'd be a pal. You'd be great. You'd be a friend of the pod yourself. Any donation, any dollar donation would be great. $5 or more, though, will get you a shout-out on the podcast, get you Discord access. You know, I'll say your name. You get to be part of my community I'm trying to work on, build on. That sounds good to me, huh? You can be my little star, huh? Wouldn't that be cute? Uh, Speaking of stars, Stephanie Renee, looking at you, thinking of you. You're the best. Thank you. Making the pod better. That's one of our donators. So. But yeah, um, you can find me. I got a Gmail if you want to hit me up the dry way. What is it? Uh, IsaiahNews1 at gmail.com. Also, there's socials if you want to keep up with that, like Facebook, Tumblr. Or, no, I'm not on Tumblr. I'm not on Tumblr. I'm not on Tumblr. I'm not that deep. Uh, I'm on Twitter, though. Uh, just uh, You can find me, Isaiah's Newsstand. You'll you, you know the way. But thanks for tuning in. Um, hopefully, i see you soon for some more good news. And I love you. Bye-bye. Ma.